Welcome, all of you feral fiends, to this insidious episode of Speak of the Devil Presents Never Have I Ever! Take a moment to collect your liberally poured libation of choice. Settle back into your seats, being mindful of your lumbar support, and prepare yourselves for this infernally enlightening and hilariously entertaining program. Now please put your hands together for your devilish host, Reverend Campbell! We're like Jeff Bowie with that fantastic introduction. My name is Reverend Campbell, and I would like to welcome you to Never Have I Ever, Satanist Edition. Today I'm being joined by a couple of stunning women, which is Semini Holt and which is Aftig. How are you guys doing? All right. Hi. Hi. Or which Troj and which Zaftig? Oh, my gosh. You you duplicated Simony. Did I? You did. What do you mean? I just you love her twice as much. Oh, that's not true. I love you both equally. <laughs> Shine. Okay, well, we're going to be having a good time tonight. I'm sorry, which Dr. Troj and which Dr. Troj. Hello. <laughs> uh, I already fucked up the show. It's okay. I even have a script all, right in front of me. It's all downhill from here, folks. It's true. There may be a bonus gift later during the show. It just pops up on its own, a little furry, a little puckered. You might see it. Um, let me give a quick shout out to the people in chat. Ara, I haven't seen you in forever. Good to see you. Thanks for joining live. Valeria, always great to see you. William, what's up, man? Jeff, thanks for that intro, man. He did the intro and outro, everyone. Music and VO, which is awesome. Horatio, thanks for the um, super chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, dog, what's up? It's been a little bit. I feel like it's been a little bit on my side because I'm not actually like, yeah, dog. <laughs> uh, Jason, how you doing? Uh, Funeral Pirate Designs, what's up? Good to see you, man. Anyone else in here? Jeff, good to see you, man. Thanks for joining live. And I think Lady Marie, how you doing? Osmodeus, what's happening? How are the hell gates this evening? I don't know why I reverse that. Usually it's like gates of hell, but fuck it let's do this live everyone let's have some fun it is a stressful time this year it is an insane year this year so instead of continuing that we're just gonna cut loose let our hair down and have a little bit of fun so this actually was simony's idea i'm like trying to point to you but it's all reversed with my camera this was Simony's idea. Never have I ever. This is a game show. Let me run through the, the, you know, never have I ever, right, everyone? You understand the rules of this game. Traditionally, it's a drinking game. We've turned it into a point-based game because we're going to award prizes at the end to the winner and maybe more, but that depends on the winner's choice. So if you want to participate, I only need three of you. Everyone else in live chat can get the fuck out. <laughs> no, you can hang around just for fun, but I need three of you to participate. So hopefully we got three people willing. Say, I do if you want to marry me and join the game. I need more wives. I'm, I'm going down the Mormon route here. Uh, I need a harem. Uh, let me run through the rules as you drop in I do in the chat if you want to join, uh, be one of the audience assistants. So the rules are very simple. Number one, we the panel will choose our audience assistant. One of you for each of us. Each panelist and audience assistant begins with nine points. We randomly choose a never have I ever statement. Whoever has done it loses a point and 
hopefully there's a good story to go along with it, so we'll have a little bit of fun with some stories, people. That'll be great. After a sufficient amount of time, or whenever one panelist remains with the points left, we will tally our points with our audience assistant, and whoever has the most points at the end, meaning the most boring square person on the planet, will win. <laughs> Fingers crossed, it's me, it's me. And that's the game. It's that simple. It's all about stories. It's all about embarrassing experiences or maybe just shameful things that you never want to say out loud. We're going to say them. That's right. All right. So let us choose our audience assistant now. Has anyone said they want to join? What's no one's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. <laughs> all right. We got Jason saying he'll play. Uh, Ara says she'll play. Funeral Pirate Designs says he will play. Um, anyone else? Uh, Dog says she will play. So I'm going to let you ladies choose first. What do you think? Who do you want? Dog, Aura, Jason. Um, I will take Funeral Pyre Designs funeral if they will have me. All right. Hey, it's your choice. You got him. All right. So you've got Funeral. Who do you want? Or uh, which is that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, which is that dick? We'll go with that one. That's fine. Uh, I'll take Aura. I mean, I think she's right. I can uh, listen to her a few times. Several times. Okay, so you've got Aura. Who's left for me? It's Jason or it's... I don't see anyone else. I'll go with Jason. All right, so I've got Jason. Which Holt has Aura? Which Troge has Funeral? Funeral Pie. we're going to play. So I need you guys to be as responsive as pot you guys and gal to be responsive as possible right so if you have done it you say i have if you have not done it you say i have not those are the responses we need if you can type it type fast enough to give us like an experience or a thought or you know like what you did if you have that would be fantastic while we're explaining what we have as well but i'm going to need you to keep track this is honor system people of your own points I'm going to keep track of our points right here, and let's go ahead and start the game, right? So this this sucks for everyone who's getting in here late because they don't even get a chance, but you're just going to have to suck less, I guess, next time <laughs> so that you can join us. All right, so the first the first statement, we have an, like a huge list of almost 400 different options here. We're going to go with 285, and that is, never have I ever had a nightstand. It's the most... <laughs> fucking boring one ever all right um wait 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 wait, 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 wait. like a one night stand a night the place stand? where i put my books okay i feel like it should be a one night stand right okay right look i'm not i'm not trying to kink shame anyone who <laughs> likes to have nice things you know hard. if you want a lamp so or a light stand or a full rack right hey you know i'm not here to judge my alarm but clock i have is. never for the night <laughs> But I have. <laughs> and one I, and I also have. I have not had a night, one night stand. <laughs> that is how boring I am. Okay, so, um, Zeftig, I don't know why I keep calling you Zeftig. Holt is down a point, but more fun for it. Any, you want to, you want to share any thoughts about your one night stand? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's, let's talk about one night stands briefly. Okay. Them all into one sort of commentary, and, and that the overwhelming majority of them were terrible lays. That they did not care about my orgasm. It was very clear. 
uh, was frustrated. And that was like, so fuck on one night stands because uh, men are fucking lazy. Now the one night stands, it's true. there's only been two that I've had with women um, were better. This <laughs> just like, got interesting. I leaks and bounds. Really? So do do you find that you take the 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 male I'm gonna get my role or do you stay in the female I'm gonna go until it's done roll? Uh, I'm sorry, you have to do the the you have to ask that question again because you cut out. I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so when when you're with another woman in one night stand, do you take the male I'm gonna get mine and get out, or do you stick in until she's good too? not even it's not even a the, the, <laughs> the question is irrelevant the idea is um both people are there to orgasm and you take your time and do whatever it takes until that happens multiple times like the the notion of like someone just being so over eager for his own orgasm that he sees right past you and your body and what's happening like that like there's this Rushed to, and I'm not saying that it was uh, that all my one night stands with men were just absolutely horrible, but like you could tell that that once we got going, that that I began to feel like oh, his his attention is already on his orgasm and not mine. And like my early twenties, like disappointing sex after disappointing sex after disappointing sex, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize that that most men didn't care until I experienced. <laughs> them not caring like i so didn't like realize a hundred percent of every man under 40 doesn't care <laughs> after it starts taking them time to get going they start to care <laughs> i don't know that's just and, my and ma mine were yeah. fine uh ranging from uh acceptable to lovely uh i think <laughs> that i freaked out one person uh because i was not yet conversant in one night stands and was a touch young so i repeatedly lied about whether other people lived in the household or not so he probably thought i was some psycho who was just a pathological liar for no good end but okay. i want to test the waters and give the impression that someone else might be in the household uh, to discourage him from possibly murdering me, which is a, a concern I often have. Yeah, I, which is a legitimate fear, uh, you know. Do you tell them afterward, you're like, that was perfectly acceptable. <laughs> like, that was rather Be lovely. plus, lad. Very good. Jeez. Now, I, now it's very different though, like in, in my in my forties now, like the, the idea that um, I would even let someone continue if I was not having a good time does not exist. Like yeah. I would stop and be like, look, you if, if you're not invested in, in my comfort mm -hmm. and and pleasure right now, then this this is okay. And generally because of conversations, you know, I, I know before going in that they're that type of person. Um, so, but like, I wouldn't, I don't hesitate. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. I have, a, I have literally a bag of dicks in my drawer. You know, it's not going to back up. Like, literally, if, if we're there for an, a sexual experience yeah. and they are not providing that, then there's no reason for me to say. Um, 
wait for our next game show, which dick is in the bag? <laughs> From the bag of dicks <laughs> that she has. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's go or, for our no, next no, one. No, no, no. Wheel, wheel of dicks. The wheel of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could do that. And that's actually what's good. in the box. <laughs> Literally. Well, uh, let me let me just give you guys a hint that if you did actually open up my bag of dicks, you would see that I'm super into purple and lavender guys. Wow. Uh, having been with a lavender guy before, I can only imagine they're very gentle. <laughs> they sound gentle. <laughs> All right, Ara says, she's had a one-night stand. It wasn't memorable. <laughs> she's, she's going down the Holt, Holt Road. Um, Jason would respond to that, but he doesn't feel like it. All right, well, we're here for stories. You don't want to share them, um, you know. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for participating. Uh, you cared since your beginning days of sexy time. Your aim is usually to please them first, then a home run. See, and that's kind of how I feel. You got to go the distance, make sure they're taken care of, because I feel like we can just like concentrate for a couple minutes and we're good to go. So the, the hard part for the young man is to not concentrate for the couple minutes so that he can focus on the girl. The problem is, is you got a big, beautiful piece of chocolate cake right in front of you. And all you want to do is eat that shit. And then you're done because your tummy hurts. <laughs> You know? So right. you gotta pass the marshmallow test. <laughs> Wait, right. Wait, what? The marshmallow test? Uh, you have to delay gratification. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. All right, here's our second one. You guys ready for number two? Mm-hmm. Never have I ever been dumpster diving. Oh yes, never... of course I have. You've been dumpster diving? What? Oh, okay, not for food, but like. Like virtually everything in my apartment, I found on the curb in the trash, like the desk that this computer is sitting on. Um, you know, like I buy obviously uh, new underwear and towels. <laughs> and like, you see, that's why the guys so are getting out of there quickly. <laughs> like so much of the furniture, especially because there's a tradition in my city in Montreal, especially in the summer when people move that they put their furniture on the curb. And like, you know, so in the month of July, every garbage, you know, day you can sort of walk around the neighborhood and pick stuff up. So that happens a lot. I, I've never jumped in. I've never jumped into a big bin looking for food. Like I, I did grow up poor. Never did that. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm not a raccoon on that level, but I, I will forage for. My favorite cashmere sweater actually came out of the trash because someone had put it in the washing machine in the dryer. And so they'd fuzzed it. Uh, oh. So I saw this thing having potential, rescued it from the trash, carefully defuzzed it. And it's my favorite cashmere sweater. And I've also picked up appliances and furniture from the garbage. Oh, wow. See, I'm really relieved that, um, Sim, you didn't get your bag of dicks dumpster diving. <laughs> No. <laughs> From the manufacturer. I, you know, I have to say that during the pandemic that my, I did have a very modest bag of dicks at the start. <laughs> but now, <laughs> after, after many, many months alone, that, that, that the, the, uh, the number uh, has amplified a little bit. I'm not going to give you, I just want, I just okay. want some variety. I was like, An embarrassment of dick riches. <laughs> 
I have a Sesame Street of dicks. <laughs> There's just a different color and shape and texture. I, you never know where you want to be. A cornucopia of dicks. It's a very a they're literally lavender and shades of pink because sometimes when you choose and you go online, like sometimes there's one by race, and like they, like so they have different you know colors of, of skin tone, and like every time I look at them, I'm like, you know what? That's that's too much pressure. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> a political choice. So this isn't a political choice. This is just for me. So pink and purple. So instead, so instead, you opt to fuck grimace. Muppets all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kool Aid, I'll have you. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so oh, Ara actually oh. had an answer to this. She has dumpster dive for books when Hastings was going out yes. of business. That's awesome. Correct. I have done that. Exactly. Okay. Where is Jason? Where are you? You have. You have dumpster dived, and where is funeral? Have you dumpster dived? Yes, he has too. Okay, I'm a fucking loser. See, I've done like, we've done um, uh, yard sales and stuff, but I've never like gone after you know like what people just set out for giveaway. I don't know. Never thought of. Oh, that. and uh, uh, I was lookout, but uh, when we were teenagers. Uh, we snuck out at night, and I was lookout as my friend uh, dumpster dove or recycling center dove for uh, porn uh, and catalogs. I, see, I have my first. Oh gosh, see, porn is a different issue because this isn't quite dumpster diving. But my first, like, like naked person visual, like tactile paper printed naked person was like a wrinkled up torn out page of like a penthouse that was thrown into like a landfill area me and my buddy were just walking to his house we threw this landfill and we saw this paper and i like unrolled it i was like what is this and he's like that's a vagina i was like what and i'm like turning it around like a rorschach test like where's the vagina i thought it was supposed to be a hole <laughs> like there's no hole yeah that was <laughs> My first. Bless your heart. I know. <laughs> no, I think my and friend mostly got find the hole ever since. I think at best my friend got Fredericks of Hollywood catalogs, Ooh, but it was yeah. a, probably a lot of J.C. Penny and maybe Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? Sears catalog. Don't ever discount the Sears catalog. Right? You got every once in a while a Photoshop guy gets lazy and you see a hint of a nipple. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, our next one here. What is our next one? All right, we're going down to 263, which is Never Have I Ever Really Liked a Song by Justin Bieber. I could not. No, I, oh my God. I have not, actually. Sim, what do you so, think? Uh, yeah, so there's, uh, I don't know his catalog, uh, yeah. but recently, um, there's a song called Yummy and I think it's about eating pussy but I don't know uh, anyway, it's, actually, it's actually a decent song like a pop, as, you know as a pop song go uh, anytime that uh, I hear a pop song that I know it's him I tend to not like them at all um, but this one wasn't in bed so huh. whatever <laughs> yeah I never I never even think 
anyone after like 80s hair metal i've never really thought about as like ooh, i've got to investigate this new artist like it's just never been in my head but my uh, we were watching a movie and like, like a credit scene rolled and there was like um the i'm a bad guy song mm-hmm. by um uh... billy ailish who i do yes. like and so yeah. that's the first time i ever heard of her and then i found out my daughter was like way into her i was like okay well i clearly never talked to my daughter because i had no idea you were way into her but yeah and i i could not name a uh justin bieber song i have no idea I've yeah, pro- I, I don't know the titles of any of the others yeah. um you know like so funeral pyre says nope uh where is aura i don't see aura's response what about jason what do you think, Jason? Never have I ever heard one. Wouldn't have known it. All right, there you go. All right, Aura. We got to hear from you eventually. We need some truth. Let's do the next one. What do we got? This is 319, and we're going to... Never have I ever got a tattoo. <laughs> Come on, of course. Nope. You don't have any tattoos. I do not. I've had opportunities, but I chickened out. It just felt like too big of a decision. See, I heard you had a phoenix blowing fire out of your vagina. That was weird. God, I, I wish. That's a lie. That, right. that would be painful, though. <laughs> and probably not within my budget. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a specialty price. <laughs> well, and I mean, seeing older people when they haven't taken care of their tattoos is a little bit of a disincentive yeah. of... I remember this old Navy guy who was probably in his 80s, and he had what looked like sort of a cancerous mass on his arm. Uh, It didn't look healthy. It looked like something that a doctor should look at. But he lifted the flesh up, and it was uh, one of those pinup girls. Uh, And then I, I rethought tattoos from there on out. Yeah. It was great as long as you stretched it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my first tattoo, my friend's girlfriend paid for it. Like I I don't know why she offered. I never got with her. So I, it was she was just she was way older than I was and she was just like, "Let me pay for your first tattoo. It'll be super awesome." It's like, "Okay." <laughs> and I was never yeah, friends with that dude again. Definitely had a crush on you though. I mean, please. I think she had a crush on me and my wife. She took some racy photos of my wife before she was my wife when we were dating. Um, yeah, like like some like photos that I still keep up here in the old bank. Mm, <laughs> what was your first, first tattoo, uh, Sim? Uh, so I only have one tattoo, and it's on my ankle. And uh, I got it when I was 14. And there was a guy that I knew who wasn't much older to become a tattoo artist, and he had some jank machine with a motor and so he was offering free tattoos but i was old enough to uh, buy beer um even at 14 i just looked like you know no one carded me uh, and and carding wasn't as um you know, the same as it is now where they're a lot more strict with it because they can get fined you know uh so that this is 30 years ago fuck and so um uh, so i buy him a case of beer and he gives me um, a, you know, a Pisces sign. I'm not super into astrology, but I didn't know what to get. And it's on my ankle. And he, I drew it. So it's not a terrible tattoo because of his skill. It's a terrible tattoo because I drew it at 14. So, Aww. Um, 
and I, I, I do consider maybe now um, redoing it in a beautiful way, but like I, I would want to spend then the money and find a, an artist that um, can do some intricate and beautiful, you know, cover up work, you know, and, and if it's, since it's like in a circle, like the Pisces sign, like, you know, it could be, he could, he or she could make it like a, an Arobros I was thinking of, or, you know, different something, you know, it's a circle, so. Uh, it could it could be anything um yeah but like i i would spend the grand to do that if not more for oh, something geez. beautiful you know like yeah. nothing i wouldn't just spend a couple hundred bucks i would want it to be fantastic and now it's just a whatever a faded <laughs> a faded old tattoo on my you ankle you got a little dirt on your ankle you <laughs> wipe that off <laughs> that's my tattoo yeah. um all right let's see i i know aura has she has tattoos funeral of course you got tattoos and there's no way jason does not have tattoos where are you jason yeah you do okay um victor from corpse bride on your forearm and then pan sign on your thigh Ooh. what's a pan sign like a pot and pan sign what i don't even know what a pan sign like, does he mean is like pansexual is that what it means all right you let us know and we'll get back to it. Um, J Jacob has no tattoos. How are you in this chat room with no tattoos? You and which Trojan need to go get a tattoo right now of a Pisces symbol. Oh, no. <laughs> Period. I'll draw it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, pansexual. No, mine is super easy. I, I don't even think you can mess mine up. What? Wait, what do you mean? You're... I'm an M with with a pointy tail. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. The the only way you could fail at that is if it's if your uh, tattoo artist happens to be Lisdexic. <laughs> I've seen some misspellings and some backward. I mean, I've I've seen some fucked up shit. <laughs> no had... regrets. I love that one. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question. You guys ready? Never have ever slept with someone whose name I don't know. Now or then? <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't think I could recall like everybody's name. I mean, if I sat down, I could probably recall everybody's name. I probably could. Yeah. But like, like at the time, like that, I just sleep with someone that that I didn't know by name. Like, You're no, a dick. I, Come here. I am not. <laughs> I'm not that brave. Honestly, I'm yeah. really not that brave. I'm not that cool. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, I did get people's names at one point, so technically no. <laughs> <laughs> Write your name down for in the morning. I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> I know me. Nice. <laughs> um, funeral Fire says, nope. Jason has. What? Oh, you just lost me a point, dude. <laughs> Aura, you knew everyone's name. See? Good I want to go where everybody knows my name. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And we always come the same. All right. I'll stop. Sorry. All right. 169. Is, is the next. Wait. Everyone had an I have not, right? Yeah. Everyone had an I have not. 169. What do we got? I have never, ever dropped a baby. I, no, yeah, I'm actually afraid to hold babies for that reason. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Oh, okay, let's see. 
let's hear this. Right. So, so uh, I mean, the baby is the baby. Is, it, it may have happened more than once, but there's only one time that I remember. <laughs> that I remember. Um, like I. I was Do they remember? Yeah, I was a nanny for a day, and like, and and sometimes like uh, Adam, you'll know this. Like sometimes you pick up a baby, and before they they sort of learn what gravity is, they pull that move or when they want it down, and they they jerk themselves dead weight the side, and like (laughs) yeah, and you're like what the fuck, and kamikaze right on the floor, yes. And like so, I'm babysitting this this kid, and he just he wants to get down, so he just does that, and he twists right out of my arm. And uh, fortunately, it was on a, a plush rug. Uh, he didn't seem that, uh, you know, he cried, but like I'm checking him over. There's no bruises, there's no scratches, there's nothing broken. And then, and then, even though he was only maybe seven months, seven or eight months old, I said, never do that again. <laughs> if you want to get down, you just tap my shoulder and say down, and so he would go duh. Because he wasn't talking yet, but like yeah. then I knew, like oh duh, and then I was like, yes, see, let's let's keep you alive and me out of jail. <laughs> All you have to do, is like, and then he understood. It was it was interesting that he understood because I, I was like, don't do that, you'll fall, you'll crack your head. And I, I uh, as an any, I always spoke to the toddlers uh, in English, like like plain, but like I didn't, you know, make my language too fancy, but I didn't assume that they didn't understand because the the baby knows never do that again. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you didn't. Wow. Do yeah. you want to end up like Eric Trump? <laughs> <laughs> we know he was dropped. <laughs> That's clear. I've never been like King Kong on the side of a building fighting off airplanes and dropped a baby. But, you know, it's like you pick him up and they squirm. You're like, oh, and you fumble a little bit. I fumbled. I feel like that still counts. But I kind of feel like it's their fault. They moved. <laughs> they should know better. It often is. They don't realize it, but it often is. Those firmy little fuckers. Yeah. And they're strong. Fuck, if we get a toddler to kick you in the gut when they want to get down and yeah. like, <laughs> no joke. Yeah, man. I, that's why my daughter has a hard time with fractions. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding, honey. I love you. You shouldn't be watching this. Go to bed. All right. Um, let's do the next one. 213. That was my virgin point. Ugh. Kind of hurts. Feels uncomfortable. <laughs> Never have I ever tried bodybuilding. I mean, I've exercised. What is that? Well, I mean, not, I don't, I mean, it's, it's like not necessarily, um, you know, I haven't gone hardcore, but in the, in when the pandemic had sort of stopped that or at least paused it or altered it. But uh, right before, I was very seriously looking into, like, building my muscles. And I lost most of them. I mean, it's not really there anymore. <laughs> Put the guns um, down. But, yeah, but, I'm, but I am interested in, 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 mus- in getting muscular. I find my body looks good uh, with, with serious muscles. And, like, it feels good. So I very much want to maintain that and then get back into it. But not as a professional. I also have, like multiple medical conditions so i can't go super hard without hurting myself but right. do i wish i could like do i wish i had the body the right you know that my body could sustain competing it would be something i'd love to do but i i don't think that my body could uh, could take the stress on it uh, of, that, of that serious kind of stuff yeah exactly and i mean i'm 
kind of a tiny gremlin anyway, so <laughs> I would just be like swole golem or like swollen. So, so you don't no bodybuild is what you're saying? Mm-mm. Right, no I've exercised. Okay, so that's that's the thing, is like it strength train? I'm gonna I'm gonna draw the line. Have you strength trained? Because that's like with weights. Yes. Okay. I think I feel like that's the bodybuilding line as far as the question is okay. concerned. Because like none of us have stood up, oiled, and shaved on a stage. Well, I mean there, <laughs> there was a time no. after college, but other than that one time <laughs> I've never, you know, no. So, you know, no one's ever like competed, but we've certainly strength trained. I feel like that's good enough. Um, well, says she has like known. an aesthetic for me. Like I, I do very much. I started with, uh, you know, for health reasons. Like not, yeah. not even, not even aesthetic reasons. But as I started to get stronger, then upping the weight, you know, became a goal. Like oh shit, this feels really good. You know, yeah. and it felt good to be able to like, to like, you know, just do bicep curl with thirty pounds. So I was like fuck yes, that kind of shit. You know, it's so that, endorphins. Uh, so there is then. Yeah, it feels it's a, good. It's a thing. It does feel good. Yeah, so. it's why I liked Pilates. Yeah, funeral pyre says he has not. You guys are letting us down in the chat. <laughs> We're gonna lose because of you. <laughs> All right, Jason's. What do you say, Jason? Have you? I'm looking. I'm looking. You have. All right. Okay. Make sure you guys are deducting your points appropriately. All right. Um. All right, let's do another one. We got to get like an embarrassing, crazy story. We're going up to 74 on this one. Never have I ever spent an entire day watching reality TV. Oh, come on. How much is an entire day? 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 12 hours? I don't know what, you know, your waking hours watching reality TV? I totally have. Mm, nope. Uh, I think I can only handle like four episodes at a time of something. What? You're a rare human being. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> look, I've been depressed. Like, I've spent, like, much depressed. I'm depressed uh, because of like, this. 2016 was, like, a, was a deep dive into, like, 24-hour, you know, television, YouTube, whatever. Like, yeah. it was just whatever was on. Like, I had, and then I would get these on, like, quite literally before I got diagnosed with my, um, with my thyroid issue. And, like, so I'm really depressed, but I don't quite know it. Like, it's not... It's not clicking that I'm depressed, but I'm exhibiting severe depression. Like at home for weeks on end, not, not talking to anybody, not not leaving the house. And I would get, uh, and at one point I became very obsessed with YouTube documentaries about women who had been held captive. Ooh, and I was like, that's an interesting metaphor. As I as I came out of it and like started to think like <laughs> about my experience there and like quite literally I would wake up and I would just watch them over and over again and like different coverage of these different stories of these oh women who had captured and like and for years and then like and then leaving and and like I'm kind of horrified because I, I can't watch them now like now it would disturb me to watch so many but at the time I was uh, I guess uh, my subconscious I think was trying to tell me something like you're trapped in your depression right now this is you <laughs> Maybe you need some help. Yeah. I mean that that's that's the little thing that should pop up on Netflix, not are you still watching, but are you okay? There are some therapists in your area. <laughs> Let me get a hotline. Is that the type of show you watch? 
Reaching out to them personally, you need to talk to this person. I, I, I got a name for you. Research. No, what's your most shameful reality series? Like that you're embarrassed. Mine was Jersey Shore. I, me oh. and my wife were into Jersey Shore. Like oh, more fascinating. Nine. It was gross. What's your shameful reality show, Sam? Um, I, I most of my reality shows are the HGTV, the Home and Garden Television, like the renovation shows. Uh, and like, I'm not feeling about those at all. I yeah, love them. Great. I, I tried, well, I watched five minutes of the Kardashians once and I felt nauseated. So. <laughs> I feel physically <laughs> ill. <laughs> yes. yes they, they were just so vapid and like the supposed tension, I don't even remember what it was, but the supposed tension in it was not only so clearly fabricated, it was also just so uninteresting. I'm like, if you're going to fabricate a drama for your audience like make it not this boring fucking shit like, i just was disappointed i was i was like i don't i don't give a fuck about any of these people they're yeah. not interesting they're not, they're not even radical like if they're not interesting and they're not funny and they're not radical and there's nothing except uh watching very pale imitations of human interaction with people who are uh, considered intentionally beautiful um, and in their rich lifestyle, I was like, fuck this, man. I, I would much rather watch hoarders and like those people with dealing with their mental illness. Like that's more interesting to me. All right. <laughs> Can't fault you. Um, Ara says she does not watch reality TV. Funeral Pyre says not for 24 hours. And, uh, <laughs> Jason says, if Tiger King counts, then I have. I don't, I don't really feel, it's a documentary. It's not the same as a reality TV show, even though there is some, like, we, it is a line. I concur with Troj there. It's a line, but it's not quite there. It's not Jersey Shore reality TV, I guess is my point. That was rough. Oof. I still say I DTF because of that goddamn series. Yeah. I think my favorite trashy, and I think it was only on for a single season. It was on sci-fi. It was called Mad Madhouse. So it was a group of normies who were put in a house with people they considered alts or people from alternative lifestyles. Oh, really? Uh, so first of all, I was irritated at the time that they didn't have a Satanist. Uh and I just enjoyed the sort of interpersonal drama between the alts, because uh, there was a lot of it. Uh, oh, wow. The best moment is when the witch, Fiona Horn, uh, uh, who's, uh, uh, what do we call them? Uh, uh, what's the disparaging term for the white witches? Uh, but she was one of those. Uh, mm -hmm. And she's yelling at the other guy who has since gone wacky cuckoo, uh, David Avocado Wolf, and she's screaming at him and he's making a smoothie uh, in the uh, blender. And she's screaming at the top of her, her lungs and he sometimes stops the blender and she resumes screaming and so he just turns the blender back on. <laughs> I gotta watch this. This sounds amazing. Yes. What white lighters? Thank, thank you, chat. I couldn't remember what to call these people. I've got to watch this show. Okay. But otherwise, I like uh, I like nailed it. Is heartwarming. Uh, I like some of the medical things, uh, like oh, Doctor Pimple Popper or yeah. Monsters Inside of Me. Uh, 
And I feel like I've never seen an episode, but I feel like if I watch Toddlers and Tiaras that I would uh, get sucked in and hate watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, all right, should we do our next one? You guys ready? Yes. Yes, yes. Never have I ever been to an NFL game. I'm going to extrapolate that out to college football. <gasps> oh, yes, I've been to a college uh... football game. I think I've been. I think I've been to a game uh, at my university. Yep. <laughs> a just... game, a singular, game. never again game. It was fine, but it was uh, literally like a, when I was an undergrad, which was a long time ago. And I think I went once just because, like, there were hot guys on the team, and mm. so I was just like, "Oh, let me go watch them sweat, like, and play." Yeah. And it was actually, I, I was got more uh, drawn in. I went for that reason, and uh, but I did get drawn into it. I mean, they, they're talented athletes. Like, there's no question. So I got, I was very impressed with the athleticism because I didn't, I mean, you know someone's an athlete, but when you see them perform on a field, you're like, oh, fuck, like, that's real, that's real skill right there. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that's true. I'm a, I'm a, I like playing sports. I don't necessarily like watching them, but attending them live is different, in my opinion, than just watching them on TV. There's like a whole atmosphere, and you sort of get caught up in it um, that makes it a little bit more fun. Uh, okay, so Jason is saying several NFL games. Funeral Pyre has not, or never. So, yeah, like my, we used to get bribed to watch BYU games. My, I come from a Mormon family, so <laughs> it's college. But BYU was like everything growing up. And so we would get M&M, like peanut M&Ms if BYU scored a goal. And so in my head, I have this like trigger of if someone scores a goal, I need sweets. <laughs> I need candy. It must be filled. I, I need, My belly needs it. It's weird. Yeah. I sometimes forget... Um or at least I was reminded of when you were talking about that, how, how football is ubiquitous in the United States, especially in certain states that, oh, yeah. that um, are very sound. involved. And here we have hockey. So hockey is certain, like certain people follow, follow like local hockey teams yeah. and, you know, uh, but not, not to the same uh, feverish extent uh, as American football at all. It's, it's not the same thing. And I don't mean that hockey fans aren't, fucking lunatics sometimes um they and i've seen i've been to <laughs> yeah i've been to several i've been to several uh, hockey games and like those are amazing like when you go here to the the big the big show those are exciting i mm. i like that it's a very canadian experience as well so there is a notion of nationalism in our hockey rituals but the nationalism that i see displayed at in like american football ethos is something special. next level man <laughs> It is. It is. Okay, so really I, I, I don't. Did I re like deduct points already for this one? Do you guys remember? I don't believe you did. You did not. Okay, so I have. Did either of you? Uh, I have. I, I've been to a college game. I'm gonna call yeah. that as good <laughs> math. I did not think, uh, considering how boring I am, I did not think that uh, you know I would be losing so many points, but. <laughs> The, the internet boring. has the impression that I'm far more exciting than I yeah. actually am. Adam and I need to stay the same for a couple of rounds, and Zaftig needs three extra points. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We need we need to give you a what is that called in uh, golf? A handicap. We need to give you a handicap. 
just to make the game go a little bit longer. All right, what's the next one we got here? 3.30. What's 3.30? Never have I ever been refused entry to a club. I've never gone to a fucking club. You've been refused to a club? Sure, yeah. Well, back in my back in my clubbing days, not that I was going clubbing a lot more, but um, the <clears throat> in my, you know, in my 20s, and at some point, like, the, there's a bouncer, and if they're really busy, Mm-hmm. If it was going to a place that I knew, because I knew a lot of DJs, I was involved in the music team, kind of, so um, I could get in in all these places and usually even skip the line, sometimes not even pay. Yeah. Um, but but then if I encountered a place where it wasn't a DJ that I knew um, that was playing and the bouncer didn't know me from fuck all, like, <laughs> you know, as a, as a chubby girl 20 years ago, like now, like they let more fat people into the club. But literally 20 years ago in Montreal, if you were fat, they would not let you in. So it's a good thing, yeah, yeah. And like, and my size has been like fixed to, you know, I I I yo-yoed so much that when I was fatter, I sometimes would get refused. When when I was thinner, they'd be like, "Come on in, hot girl." And I'd be like, "Fuck you guys, just fuck everybody, fuck all of you." Like nothing has changed. I've just gained weight. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Damn. Okay, let's see our next one here. Um, Troj, you have not been rejected for entry into a club? Uh, I have not attempted to get into those types of clubs, so uh, the, the easiest way to avoid failure is not to try. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've been to gay bars and gay clubs, but not the kind with the, the rope and the bouncer. Right, right. I've, I've been, uh, I was at the uh, Wynn Hotel in Vegas on a bachelor party, and we had to wait to get in. Uh, and we had tickets to the, uh, what was the fucking chain smokers show? I think it was. Um, horrible fucking techno house music and stuff. But we weren't like rejected to get in. But I did see that there was a pattern to getting in. Like if you have tickets, you were let in after the premiere people were allowed to get in, which were traditionally just the super wealthy. So you'd walk in and you'd see like tons of really old guys dressed in like white hats and white suits with these wildly young children of girls with them and like walking around. And then there was like groups of girls that were like sort of coat hanger frame, like hanging out near the pool and stuff. And, it was a weird scene, weird fucking scene at that place. Vegas is fucked. Um, <laughs> yes. But we got in on our time. You know, we were like ticket holders, so we got in then. And then at the end of the night, that's when things got really weird because they let general public in after like three in the morning, and it got fucking really weird with people. But yeah, never really, ever. I I miss a good all night party. I'll just say that I don't have the energy for it anymore. I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> like, I can do it once if I could sleep for a week, you know, and recover. But yeah, yeah. Here's one. You guys ready for the next? Mm-hmm. Never have I ever laughed at a funeral. I have. I totally have. Well, someone. So. Someone did tell a joke during the eulogy, so it was appropriate laughter. Okay, well, if you if you laugh, that's a laugh, so I'm going to... Okay, then it counts. It appropriate or not. Yeah, the thing is, is, like, you get a bunch of fucking people who know each other together in a tense, totally down, depressing situation, it's natural to try to crack a joke and, and like, laugh a little. 
we want to put the fun back in funeral people. <laughs> but what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, Sean, of course, yes, Horatio, never. Jason, never. Aura, she has. All right. And Jeff's batting a thousand. <laughs> where's uh? Laughed at where's every funeral? funeral. There he is. He has never. All right. Funeral laughing. Funerals suck. I hate funerals so much. Aside from the fact that someone died, let's put that aside. Just like I feel like you have to be the saddest person there. Like there's an expectation. Like everyone feels like they have to be sadder than the person next to them. Mm. There's like this cool factor being the saddest. Do you guys, have you felt that at all? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. weird. It's weird as fuck. Because I don't grieve that it way, and I, I don't like public displays of emotion. Yeah. Right. And it depends on your relationship to the deceased. You know, mm -hmm. like, if you're if you're sort of, like, periphery, then, you know, I'm on my best behavior. If it's someone I was close to, it's a, it's a different, you know, like, last, uh, or not last summer, but some, a year and a half ago, I my supervisor died and it was expected but still and going to that funeral was you know just you know terrible like you know i cried like a whole bunch but um i did uh spend some time with his husband um after my supervisor died and and we had several good laughs you know together even though it was also sad you know so like i think there's, there's a context mm -hmm. uh, too but I, I i feel like if if people were going to my funeral that like, I would be so disappointed if, like, there's not absurdity there. Like, I, yes. I want absurdity there. Like, I don't have a lot. I mean, I'm dead, so, like, I'm not going to fucking know. But if if my loved ones are considering how to pay justice, you know, to sort of <laughs> memorialize me, then uh, there should be jokes. Uh, uh, you know, there should be humor. And, you know, and like, you can feel sad and I don't want people to hide it but I, I feel like that that <laughs> I've lived such an absurd life in the sense of that of that I have a sense of humor like I don't mean my life is exceptional I just mean that like I have tried to approach it with humor yeah. so it would I'd be so fucking disappointed it was some boring affair and everyone just felt somber and like I was like fuck man somebody fart somebody do something like somebody's got to bring a whoopee cushion or something to break the tension because I'm yeah. just so fucked <laughs> I will say that if I survive you, I will find your bag of dicks and unveil them at your funeral. Or what if we add like a spring loading thing of like in the coffin, have the coffin <laughs> with pop Yeah. And have like pop Put Nana's oh, eye out. <laughs> oh! Like what the fuck? Paper. amazing all right but yeah oh, i'm, I'm oh with you like like the flogger and the ball gag and like just oh no let it pop all out oh we didn't I know her at all what is all this but i'm I, yeah I, you're exactly right i'm so opposed to pretentiousness mm -hmm. and inauthenticity so i would hate for people to feel like they had to do this affected performative sadness uh or even show up dressed nicely and be somber and then quietly eat shrimp at the buffet. Yeah. Uh, I want people to be authentic because it's me. I would have wanted that for them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What is? I don't. I've never understood the the let's let's be reverent and silent mm -hmm. and not say anything. We come, we look at the corpse, we look at the grave, <laughs> like the lowering in the grave, and then we go home and play PlayStation. Like I've never understood that mode of it. Mm -hmm. Like you got to celebrate. It's a, it's a Protestant ethos that that sort of develops uh, in the United States and a lot of quote-unquote western nations like that are protestant because and even though uh, catholics have mourning they certainly do and a lot of a lot of different countries have uh, mourning they're at least demonstrative in their mourning that there is more like like a public crying or public you know resting of the clothes or different types of, of, of you know displays where people can you know vent and they're not necessarily humorous, although I have certainly read about certain cultures that do have a humorous component. Mm. But at least there's an outward expression where you can, like as a pressure valve, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and whether it's the immediate family that does it or uh, in the community, people who have kind of roles to do that. Um, whereas the North American public Protestantism is sort of based on this idea of, of silent inflection and, you know, quiet mourning and uh, there's no... I think partly as a response to Catholic displays of deep, you know, you know, the, the widow wearing black for a year and yeah. <laughs> all that demonstrative stuff. So, so there's a, there's a, a, a distinct reason why that's the, the, the custom here <clears throat> among, among white people. That's mm -hmm. whites. We're the worst. Um, <laughs> let me say, uh, Jason in the chat, this is a uh, monkey shoulder. It's a blended scotch. All right, so uh, let's do our next um, one. This is um, my plastic uh, makeup brush that Ooh. I've been uh, She's hitting it hard. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline, <laughs> baby. Maybe it's Maybelline. You don't know. <laughs> I figure it's going to be totally stems and like my bag of dicks that I should have a six. <laughs> you have to have like a cigarette extender if you have a bag of dicks. That's like fucking 101. Oh. I want one. I it's want in the bag one of dicks. so bad. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So the next one. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Never have I. This is stupid. Never have I ever been cheated on. Everyone has. Of course I have. Have you guys been cheating on? Don't make me the only one. Don't do this. Well, okay. So, 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 so I have bitches. to qualify this. That, no, 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 no. I have to qualify this. And I want to try to say it as sensitively as possible but i have never quite been in that kind of committed relationship where it was explicit that oh, we man. you know we're practicing monogamy and it's, yeah. and it's not because i did i haven't wanted that it's just that that's that's not how my life has been arranged but you know i've been in grad school for a decade and that changed things for me so uh but i you know so the idea of being cheated on isn't and like i don't mean that people haven't betrayed me or been fucking shitty, or or when they fuck somebody else, they were blatant about it and they did it to hurt me. Sure, but when that happened, um, it wasn't because I expected monogamy. They were just demonstrating how clearly I should not expect monogamy. Right. <laughs> yep. Wow. Okay. Troj. I I don't think so. I mean, uh, much with the uh, Tootsie Roll pop, the world may never know. Uh, and several of my my relationships haven't been predicated on that anyway. Uh, I have been dumped, uh, and uh, 
for the purpose of somebody hooking up with somebody else, but I don't think they jumped into bed yeah, before same. the dumping. I don't yeah. think, uh, but I don't care because uh, uh, that's uh, not high on my list of uh, priorities. I mean, as long as uh, nobody contracts an STD, uh, I haven't. I've never been like sexually covetous. Uh, I care more that. Do you value me? Do you treat me with respect? Uh, do you have some space in your life for me? Uh, and is that a good space? And do we both mutually enjoy that? But I am not trying to uh, hoard dicks or pussies like some sort of <laughs> genital smog. First of all, that's all I do is try to hoard dicks and pussies. <laughs> all of the above, mine. <laughs> I never played well in a sandbox. <laughs> Give it all to me. Uh, wow, I'm the only fucking needy person here. Okay, I can accept that. I'll embrace it. I've been cheated on and I didn't like it. Pissed me off. No, my girlfriend, this is like um, before I was starting to date my wife in high school. Her ex-boyfriend, who was this super tall. Here's, oh, I got to tell this story really quick. My, my ex-girlfriend in high school, I thought I was so lucky. I was with this gorgeous, thick, busty, sexy, crazy girl, right? And then I realized I like looked at her past boyfriends and there was like a weird looking deaf dude and like a super tall, lanky geek. And I was like, wait, am I fucked up too? Like, am I in like a weird, she, she her fetish is weird fucked up dudes. And my fetish is just a girl who will accept me. I'm the fucking weirdo here. I feel like that's a bit of a compliment, though. I mean, there's fucked up and there's fucked up. Yeah, that's true. It sucked. Yeah. So yeah, I she he brought her best friend with her with him to her house while I was hanging out. She sidelined me. She's like, "Oh, let him talk because they're exes, and so they just want to work some shit out." And I was like. I thought that I was like super progressive. I was like, yeah, no, I have total confidence in my girl. You go talk to my girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, and I'll just talk to this random person out here. And I found out they were hooking up inside later. I was like, fuck. Oh my god. So while you're in while you're there, okay, that that's a particular kind of rough, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's getting off on the fact that you're right there as much as she is betraying you, yep. you know, like oh. yep. That's cruel. That's a particular kind of cruel. Scars. <laughs> Still hurt. It's okay. All right. Let's do our next one. <laughs> Fuck her. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> What's a good one? I want to do a good one. I'm getting. Here's the thing. We have over like almost 400 options, and I'm getting repeats already in my random number generator. Uh, you can also maybe ask some people in the chat if they had one. Hey, oh, chat awesome. people, what do you got? Put it up. Oh, actually, you know what? I want to do one that uh, I can't remember who. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. I want to say what a... <laughs> Just step about and been cheated on. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> Together. Uh, Aura's been cheated on. Uh, Jason, probably right now. Fuck, that's real. I'm sorry, dude. That's oh. harsh. Uh, funeral has been 
Okay, I'm going to do one that was sent in. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Horatio that sent this, but forgive me if it wasn't. Never have I ever been caught masturbating at home. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Have you, caught. <laughs> have you seen my bag of dicks? Come on. <laughs> have you been caught, Troj? Uh, narrowly, but no. I feel like girls get a pass. They're like, no, it was just a scratch. I was just scratch. I had an itch. <laughs> Guys are like hand and cock like, uh, it's a scratch? <laughs> I don't... Mom, I'm just scratching. Privacy. Yeah. My mom didn't say anything, but like we both knew. We, we both knew. It was like a, she just shut the door and like. You know. Oh wait, you know like what? Yep. Yeah, it was like you know what? <laughs> no, I mean also like I was a teenager. Like I don't know, like yeah. sixteen, I guess, or something like that. Whatever. So like it's not as if it's not as if it, it was. It wasn't taboo in my house, and like, and she was very. Um, my mother is an, an exuberant person, so everything she does, even when she opens the door, it's very quickly without warning. You know, like mm -hmm. it's not as if she's gently tapping on the door. I'm like, well, fuck you, barge in my room at ten at night. Like, fuck, that's that's your fault. Yep. That's you bag of dick time. Up. Everyone knows. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself, mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's. Thing is, like, when I heard the question, I thought as a kid for some reason. But, yeah, my wife has totally caught me. So I had to change my answer. <laughs> she totally. She was, like, laying in bed. I was like, hey, baby. <laughs> do my This is my move. Hey, baby. You want to have sex? <laughs> I'm, like, rubbing her thigh. Like, super, like, Luther, Luther Vandross style. Ooh, <clears throat> ah. Slow and deep. She's like, no. I was like, fuck, I do. So I tried to be, I was like stabilizing my like one arm to, we don't have the, the mattress where if you like have two wine glasses on it and you're bouncing on one side, the other side won't spill. This, like you fucking move a little bit. You cough and the whole thing, it's like an ocean vibrates. It's like a waterbed. So I thought I was being smooth, but like I was like, had a hand bracing and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go slow. You can't, you can't feel if it's slow. It's a slow motion. It's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> But then my fucking mind kicked in. I was like, my orgasm. And I was just like, oh, this is slow. This is slow. This is slow. <laughs> and she woke up. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, <gasps> nothing. You need to leave the room for that shit. Like that, I mean, like you're, <laughs> I think, I feel like that's a, that's a masturbation experience, you know, unless you have explicit consent, it has to be in another room. Like that's just, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up where she finished me off because she got turned on by me doing it. So it ended up working out. Oh, and wonderful. So happy days, everyone. <laughs> Great success. Yes. Great success. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's do one here. Ooh, never have I ever gone skinny dipping. You have, Josh. Uh, so, okay, how do we define skinny dipping? Make it in water? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't, what's the options? Like, do, like does a nude beach count? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, okay, hold on, that's a good question. Does a nude beach count, count on skinny dipping? It's expected, but it's still naked. 
okay, so so I mean I've done both. So well, no, I don't know. If I was when I was in Greece. Um, it's very common for um, the women to go topless, and so I did as well. And um, I think I did it once in Thailand. You know, it's not expected there, but we were on a very isolated beach, so um, we went full nude. You know, uh, just because we've been you know, going to so many beaches wherever we were, and um, like there's no one around, so like it was like a couple British girls, and we went skinny dipping. And I'm pretty sure I've done a few lakes somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. I I enjoy nude bathing. I I I would. Like if I owned a cabin somewhere and there was a lake, like I'd want to make sure that there was no neighbors because that. So here's something that's interesting about uh, um, <laughs> just as a matter of mechanics and you know uh, gravity mm. is that when I'm in water, it's the only time that I don't feel pressure on my back because of my big fucking breath. So so quite quite it, like it's a new experience for me. I'm like oh my gosh, like I don't I don't have to navigate the weight. Yeah of like my e cup you know so or f even they're f up whatever they're That's not up. And it's so muscular like and like it's not even a, a sexy thing like for me it quite literally just feels like different because i was like and and I, I try to imagine what it would be like to, to go about the world with like weightless breasts or like not have them and i'm not you know a, a trans i'm certainly a cisgendered woman but like i have you know, thought about the fact of, of, of smaller breasts or whatever, just because of the weight and the... I am completely reimagining that scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey with the Blue Danube. Because enrolling you in the space program would also take the weight off your back. Yeah. So you could just... This is a new space ball. station? You can go ahead and... That would be fucking amazing. Every big titted girl would be like, sign yeah. me up. I'm gonna go spend my holiday over at <laughs> And just like walk around like, oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My back pain is no more. <laughs> I am healed. I have learned that I need to hang out with both of you in real life, is what I've learned in this game. <laughs> I am I'm sheltered apparently. Uh Jay's uh Wait, where's the funeral? Says he has. Jason has. Aura has. All right. Everyone has. The only one. I don't know. I, I feel like. Does it count if it's all dudes? <laughs> if you're not having <laughs> sex with them, and you get naked with them, does it still count? Is there a sexuality I, I, on it? I wasn't having sex with anybody. Okay. Every single time I was nude bathing, it was not a sexual situation. Like on the beach in Greece, that was just how people were doing it. And even when I went to Thailand, and there was there was also two British girls, and uh, the, we weren't romantically or sexually involved. It was just fellow travelers, or sister travelers. Yeah. And even in like Lake, everyone was with friends. So like there was no, there's no sex. The, the the nudity in that in those situations for me <laughs> was, was never involved with a with a sexual dynamic. Yeah. 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 Uh, Aura says, still counts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Ruth asks, did you get arrested for it? <laughs> she did. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, <laughs> let's do one more. We're already at our time here. I think we've got a... This is, this is to find out if it's a tie or not. 361, never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. 
So we need to qualify this because full-blown sex, meaning like vaginal penetration or I don't know. It has to just be orgasm, right? That's the that's got to be the only. And Mile High Club means you have to be in an airplane because right. technically if you're a Colorado resident, you already <laughs> get to live at the Mile High Club. If you're at the Coors Distillery, that does not count. <laughs> then no, I have not joined the Mile High Club. All right. Maybe a bit. Sim? Maybe. I mean, I'm trying to remember. We, I pulled around, uh, but I've never actually. Awful. Like, they're very awful. Like I'm never having sex in a in an airplane bathroom. Right. Like there is, I'm not there either. is no way. I could be with the atheist person. Like those are disgusting. People go in there and they piss all over the place. No, there's no. They're way. disgusting <laughs> and they're cramped. Yeah. Yeah. Super sexy place to fuck. Oh boy. And um, the toilet is the sound it makes is terrifying. Yeah. Total <laughs> evacuation. Like don't I don't want to get like a tie caught in it. Because I know I'll just lose my fucking head or something. That'd be the end of me. Ah, that would be an amazing obit. <laughs> yeah. He died doing what he loved. Masturbating <laughs> while leaning over the toilet in an airplane. <laughs> died to live. <laughs> Weird. Um, okay, I need point totals from the audience assistants right now. So go ahead and get your points up. You see ours, if you have any, that is. We need to know what they are. We're going we're gonna to choose a winner. The prizes for today, we've got an A and a B, right? So uh, the winner is going to choose, and this is the audience winner, if they want the A prize, I'm going to send you $6.66 via PayPal. So you're going to have to send me your uh, evil email because <laughs> that's an evil number of, of dollars and cents. Uh, that's U.S. dollars. Sorry, we're kind of low on the exchange totem pole, people, for my international <laughs> folks. Um, if you don't want that $6.66, you can go to my website, and you get one of anything on my store, and the $6.66 will go to the runner-up. So, it's your choice. You tell me what you want, but we gotta get those totals to find out who it is first. Alright, so Funeral Pyro Designs has four points. Jason has zero points. The most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Aura, what you got? You have one point. Okay, so, Sim has two points total. Um, I had Jason, so I got two one. points total. We got ties, and uh, you had funeral. I have one. Wait, what? I have one. So well, I have I'm one. adding. One. Were you Aura as your audience assistant? I'm adding the audience with us. Oh, oh, you're adding together. Sorry, my bad. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so you're two, I'm two. Funeral had four, so I feel like Trojan Funeral, like, fucking swept this goddamn game. Wow. Knew I, knew I would. All right, funeral. Guess what? Job, funeral. <laughs> Aside from the square. Yeah. Okay. So here's the question, funeral. Do you want to choose? the six dollars and 66 cents and just take it home and buy a slushy i don't know how much slushies cost or 
Do you want to get one thing from my website and pass that 666 down to either Witch Holtz or Reverend Campbell's uh, assistance? This is your choice. You got to let us know. We're all going to fake smoke cigarettes while you tell us. Like something from your site. Is that what you said? Oh, well, since I smoked a cigarette, it's been at least, I'm not right. 20 something years, but I haven't lost the enjoyment of the habit of the ritual. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do a random number, one to two. Um, Sim, do you want one or do you want two? Two. Number is one. So, wait, who did I have? Who was mine? Jason won. You get the 666. Both of you, um, Funeral Pyre, send me what you want from my site uh, in an email, info at reverendcampbell.com. Jason, send me your email, info at reverendcampbell.com, and we'll get those out to you ASAP. Thank you all for tuning in, for playing. Uh, I mean, does, does Aura not get something? I mean, like, just... I mean, well, here's the oh, thing. My unconditional positive regard. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes. I, I, I add to that, uh, uh, you may also have my a, a, a lovely gaze from my... Ooh, whoa. Whoa. For you, girl. That's gold. All right. All right. Well, Aura knows Funeral Pyre is celebrating in the chat, blowing little Vuvuzela emoticons or whatever those are. <laughs> Wait, there's blowing going on in the chat? How do I get on this? <laughs> I need to get mine. God damn it. We've talked about it enough. I'm ready. Aw, uh, we were the prize. Oh, we're being flattered. Very nice of you, Funeral. All right, so, um, ladies, this is fucking awesome. We've, we've done so many serious shows. <laughs> I I was starting to think we would never do a fun show. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm happy we did this. You know, 2020 sucked. Like, yep. sweaty, nasty, unwashed balls. And uh, we need some levity. <laughs> That's what I got right now. Like the waves against your breasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> when we can all have bag of dicks. <laughs> bag of dicks for everyone. For everyone. <laughs> I'm oh, like the fucking French, and I just go in my sleigh and I throw the sex toys. <laughs> People Little kids. Yeah, my bag's me. vibrating, Mom. St. Nicholas. St. <laughs> <Saint> Nicholas. <laughs> Say, good old St. Nicholas. <laughs> That's ho, ho, awesome. hoes. Yes, that is hilarious. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in the live chat. Uh, this, it's, it only works because you're here. So thank you so much for your time and attention. I genuinely appreciate it. Of course, you can always subscribe to the channel, uh, sign up to the YouTube channel and like the video if you liked it. And if you thumbs down this video, I'm going to take a bag of dicks to the side of your fucking head. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Just like, clack. <laughs> it's going to hit the fucking clit right in your fucking temple. It's going to hurt. All right, thank you all so much, and until next time, hail Satan. Hail Satan. And that's another hilarious episode in the can. Speaking of the can, better go pour out those Mountain Dew bottles. You wouldn't want to mistake that yellow, urine-smelling bog water with your piss simply because you refuse to step away from the screen to empty your glass. Subscribe and click the bell. Like the video and share it. 
then become more of an interesting person. So the next time you are chosen to participate in Speak of the Devil Presents Never Have I Ever!